This morning, we're going to just take a few minutes to remind ourselves that our God is a miracle-working God. Amen? You see, the Bible records numerous miracles for us. Right from the very beginning, throughout time, we see God working miracles over and over and over again. Now true, the Bible was written hundreds, thousands of years ago. Uh, the times have changed, the contexts have changed, but God has not changed. He's still the miracle-working God. Situations and circumstances in which we live and in which we find ourselves in uh, may differ from the situations we see in the Bible, but God hasn't changed. He's still the same miracle-working God. And we people haven't changed. We still need miracles in our lives. Amen? As we close out this year, and as most of us would do, we take time to reflect on what God has brought us through. We are grateful for all the good things we've done, God has done in our lives. We're thankful for all His goodness, His mercies. But for some of us, there are still things that are pending. God, here are these things uh, that are still not been answered. Or here are these miracles that I still need in my life. And so this morning, we want to intentionally pray and believe God for those miracles, for, God, for those interventions in our lives, that God would move in our lives, in our circumstances, and work miracles for each of us in our areas of need. So what I want to do this morning is just tell some stories, just remind us of um, different miracles in the Bible, just to remind us. Uh, that, you know, God has done these things in the past. He will do them again today. And also I want to share some of the stories we've received in the last month or so. Some testimonies that have come in the last, you know, since November through December. Uh, just from people in our different congregations here in Bangalore. People that have shared their stories of what God has done. This may be simple miracles, but nonetheless, it's a miracle in their lives. And I just want to share some of those stories just to encourage our hearts, and then we're going to pray and believe God to work in our lives as well. Amen? So, uh, it's storytelling time. If you've come with pen and paper to write notes, relax. Today, you don't have to. <laughs> you just listen to the stories. But I want to begin with a, a, a testimony concerning the word of the Lord. You know, usually towards the end of November, we encourage people to share testimonies of how the Word of the Lord has been fulfilled in their lives of, uh, and is going to work in different ways, of course, in different people's lives. And so as people share their testimonies, we like to just share it uh, with uh, our congregation so people know uh, this is what God is doing. And this email came in uh, on Friday, um, and I'll just read out the testimony for you. It says, Hello, Pastor. As I ponder over a tumultuous year, this 2019, uh, I look out with gladness that God's Word came true in an important area of my life. As you know, my interest in partnering and starting missionary setups across India. Uh, this year, I prayed for new states, areas, and God miraculously led me to meet people and enabled me to visit the place or places. What I saw moved my heart and got me, got me to act on the reality that's in this nation. So he mentions three places, Bihar, 
Panilkan region in UP, Basta region in Chhattisgarh, but the three states God showed me. Each of these visits were bold decisions that God wanted me to take. And over 60 pastors and evangelists are being partnered to and reaching out with God's word as a result. Medical mission and infrastructure in a difficult place to reach uh, in Bihar was also accomplished. Never knew all of this will happen in one year. God led me to advance boldly. Amen. <laughs> Wonderful to read. Thank God for it. So like this, in different lives, each one of us in different areas of life, our areas, God has empowered us, encouraged us uh, to advance boldly. So he's still the same unchanging Jesus. Someone remind us of two scriptures here. Malachi 3 verse 6. Let's read it out. God says, I am the Lord. I do not change. He is the eternal constant. I do not change. Hebrews 13 verse 8. Let's read it out. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now this is true. Amen? And we expect the Lord to do today what he did yesterday. Amen? The kinds of miracles he did, he will do again today. And he will continue to do this in our lives as we look to him. You know, some of us are sitting here this morning, maybe in need of financial miracles in our lives. Maybe it's a debt that needs to be paid off. Maybe... It's a miracle, a, a, a need in your life that, need, that has to be addressed in the area of finances, in, you know, in, the, in a financial situation. Or maybe it's in our workplace or our business. We could, you know, different financial miracles some of us may need. And the Bible has stories, records of God working financial miracles. Think about this widow woman in Second Kings, the fourth chapter, you know, her husband is, is dead, but he's left a huge debt. And these creditors are coming to this woman, asking her to pay up. And if she doesn't, their only option is to take her two sons, put them to work. She needs a financial miracle. She goes to the prophet of God. He says, what do you have at home? He says, all I have is a jar of oil. That's all I have. And he says, okay, you take the jar of oil, borrow as many vessels as you can and pour it out. And she does it. So then she goes back and says, okay, I've got all these jars of oil. What do I do? He says, go sell it, clear your debt, and you'll have plenty to left over to live the rest of your life. Isn't that a financial miracle? Amen. Now, can God do something like that in your life? It may not be a jar of oil. It could be something else that God uses to cause a finances to come into your life. It could be a skill you had, a talent you have. It could be an opportunity that is, you know, waiting there. Or maybe it's an idea that, that you had some time back, but you have not acted on it. It's sitting there. That could be the jar of oil in your life. And when God stirs you up and says, take out that jar of oil that you've got, maybe the only thing left. But it's a means, a channel through which God will bring his abundant supply to address the financial need in your life. 
He can do that today. Amen? Think about other situations where we, uh, in the Bible, where we look, we see financial miracles. You know, Peter was a fisherman. And Luke 5, he and his fishing partners had spent the whole night fishing. They came back in the morning with nothing. But they worked hard. So we worked. I mean, we were not sleeping through the night. We worked all night. But nothing to show for it. Here is Jesus. He borrows Peter's boat. He preaches a sermon. Then he turns around. He says, take it back. Now, Peter, I want you to do something. Go out into the sea. Throw your nets in again. Now, this is illogical. This is not normal practice. It's against all our SOPs. <laughs> You're violating the norms. But go do it, Peter. And Peter says, Lord, because it is you. It is because you have given me a word. I'm going to go do it. And you know what happens. Peter ca catches this net-breaking, boat-sinking load of fish that filled his boat and the boats of all his partners. Can God do such kinds of miracles in our lives today? He can. The context may be different. You may be running a business or you're, you know, something else. The situation may be different. But God can step in. And in the very area where you saw no profit. In the very area where you saw no increase. The miracle power of God can come in. And turn things around for you and me. He can do it. We have to believe God. Amen. He still works financial miracles in our lives. Now Jesus found himself in a financial predicament one time. The people from the temple came and said, hey, we've come to collect temple tax. So they went to Peter and says, does, it, does your master pay tax for the temple? Peter was in an embarrass, embarrassing situation. How do I go and discuss this with my master? But the Lord knew what was going on. So he says, Peter, I want you to do something. Go to the sea. Cast your hook. The first fish you catch will have a coin in its mouth. Use that coin. Pay the tax for you and me. And that was a miracle. For Peter to catch that particular fish. And for the coin to be in the mouth of that fish. Amen. Do you think God can do those things today? Now, the, the process may be different. How God intervenes in your situation, in your circumstance may be different. But God could turn things around. God could work miracles for you. Some of us may need workplace miracles. Situations in our workplace may not be going so well. Think about Isaac in, in Genesis 26. You know, uh, there was famine in the lands. Bad time. And Isaac was about to do what the normal thing would do. Is relocate. He was getting ready to move over to another place. And God said, don't go. Stay where you are. And the Bible says, Isaac sowed in the land. And the Lord blessed him. And he reaped a hundredfold. And what? It says the Philistines envied him. How was that possible? In a time of famine, this man is having a hundredfold harvest. Surely you'll become the jealousy of many people. Now our context may be different. Maybe 
there is recession. Maybe a certain industry is not doing well. Maybe people are being laid off. It's not the right time. The environment is not conducive for you to be doing well in your workplace. But there is a God in heaven who can cause you to be fruitful. Amen? Think about Jacob. His uncle Laban, who was also his boss, was exploiting him. Making him to work and not intending him to pay him. But his uncle forgot that Jacob had a bigger boss. The God of heaven. And after 14 years, he realized, he says, from the time you came, I saw God has blessed you. So much, he said, please name me your wages. Tell me what I should pay you to keep you. How would you like that to happen in your life? In your circumstance? In your situation? Amen? Where your employer comes to you and says, tell me what I should pay you to keep you. Could that happen today? In our workplaces? Some of you are convinced, some of you are not. <laughs> Let me try it again. Could that happen today? Could God work in our situations today where your employer comes to you and says, Hey, from the time you came here, things have been different. I'm willing to put anything on the table to keep you here. Name me your wages. <laughs> Amen. Now, Joseph, in his workplace, things turned sour. He was working for Potiphar. And for no reason of his, he was trying to be a righteous man, do everything right. But he was falsely accused and sent to the prison. But something happened. Overnight, from the prison, he was moved from the prison to becoming prime minister of the land. Can God do that today? There may be things that happen that are beyond your control. Maybe a manager doesn't like you. And in the appraisal, he just ruins you. Maybe it's somebody else on your team that backbites you or whatever. And, and, and you see things going downward. Things going south. But don't forget that the God of heaven is with you. And he can turn things around. Amen. The same thing happened to Daniel. The Bible says in Daniel 6, Daniel was a man of an excellent spirit. And his work was so good that they could find no fault with him. But the people around him didn't like him. They said, okay, how do we trip him up? What can we do? So you can imagine a modern day workplace. You're doing your work. It's excellent. You're giving your very best. And yet there are people around you who are trying to put you down. But they forget that the God of heaven is with you. And when Daniel was in the, down in the den of lions, God intervened. Amen. Not only was he delivered from the lions, but everything turned around. The very people were trying to ruin his place in the palace were put to shame and God was glorified. There are workplace miracles that God works. I want to share with you one of the testimonies that came in. Uh, this came in 
uh, on the 12th of December. Uh, so this is a young lady who's, uh, who attends our church in Malayshuram. This is what she, she said. Now let's keep it short. She says, I've been coming to APC West from November 2016. I'm a dentist. I have my clinic at Malayshuram. On the last week of November, this is past month, I sowed a seed in the offering, praying to God for either a single billing, billing of 50,000 or a total turn, turnover of 60,000 that week. So she, she, she was in a situation. She needed that much that week. So she prayed and asked for it. And then she gives the story, and which I'm not going to narrate, but she talks about a customer who came in and everything happened. She says, I received the exact 50,000 that I prayed for from a single customer. And I also got a turnover of more than 60,000 that week. There's been many other financial miracles I have and I keep experiencing at the clinic all on time. When I tell my husband, he says, it's all just a miracle because there's no way it can be coincidence. God has been increasing the faith inside the both of us and working wonders. He's a good, good father. Praise God. Amen. Amen. That's her miracle. Oh, now, now 50,000, 60,000 may not be much for some of us. But for her, it's a big thing. It's God intervening in her life situation as she runs the clinic, a practice. Amen. So God works these things in our lives. Some of us may need healing miracles or deliverance miracles. We need healing in our bodies. There may be chronic conditions uh, that you're fighting and, and, and all of these things that, that are there. But the Bible tells us that our God is the Lord, our healer. Amen? And we have to believe of a God. See, the problem with us today is believing God is such a big problem because we've got so many alternatives just in case God fails. But we've got to come to a place to say, God, I believe you. I believe you're my healer. You're my deliverer. God heals us. He delivers us from our torment. Sometimes people face oppressions in their mind, their emotions. They're being tormented with all kinds of things. And our God is a healer. Our God is the deliverer. Amen? When Jesus walked the earth, you, know, you see this in the Gospels. People came to him with all kinds of sicknesses, all kinds of diseases. And the Bible says he healed them all. Everyone who came to him in faith... He healed them. If Jesus was physically present here, would you come to him for healing? I don't know now. <laughs> Some of you are saying, I might try Fortis first. You know? Let's try it again. If Jesus was here physically, would you come to him for healing? None of us would have a doubt that he would heal us. But you know, if Jesus came here today, he would not come in that long robe with a long beard. He'd probably wear a t-shirt and jeans. I don't know. I don't know. But he would be dressed like us today. Not like the Jesus we see in the pictures that are painted. So he'd walk here as just like you and me. Amen? But here's the thing. The Lord ascended to heaven and he sent the Holy Spirit to reside in each one of us. So really Jesus 
was a Jew. I'm borrowing the statement. Now Jesus looked like a Jew. Now he looks like you. <laughs> That's a borrowed statement. Okay, <laughs> That's from Taylor Osborne. Yeah. Taylor Osborne's a great evangelist. Fast in the 40s, 50s. So he used to say that. Jesus looked like a Jew. Now he looks like you. Because he's in you. He's working through you. Amen. So Jesus is here. He's here in his people. So when you get somebody to lay hands on you, pray with you, it's Jesus working through that person to touch you. We could have that faith. Say, oh, I don't like that person. I want to see somebody in a row, the long beard, long hair. No. Jesus looks like you. He looks like us today. He's working through us, his church. And he still works miracles. Amen? Here's another testimony that came in. Maybe one or two testimonies here. Uh, this came on the 8th of December. Uh, so this man says, During one of the healing prayer sessions in the Bible college, one of the students approached my wife and said, that your husband has a, skin, has a skin condition on his right hand and he is healed. My wife came home and told me. And I didn't fully believe. <laughs> yes, there is a skin disease on my right hand. And I've had it for more than 10 years. And I have visited doctors who have all given me ointments which I apply. It reduces and then comes back again. After a while. So I was a bit skeptical. And I'm not the kind to simply believe in things like this. <laughs> but slowly some kind of a desire came upon me to start praying for it. So whenever that part of the hand itches instead of scratching, I will put a finger on it. And I pray over it and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. This went on for a while. Nothing happened. After some time I completely forgot about it. Recently, I realized that the part of the hand is completely healed and there is absolute normal skin. I waited for a while to write this testimony to make sure that normal skin remains and it does. <laughs> I am still in amazement and surprised. It is a disease of more than 10 years and certainly it's not the ointment that healed it. <laughs> I thank God for this healing and the increase of faith it has brought to me. Because our God is a true healer and a miracle worker. I understood that I have to take steps to claim the promises of God in my life. Amen. This came in December 8th from one of our locations. There's another one. Uh, this, now again, this seems a very simple thing, but it may meant a lot for this person. So she writes, she says on the 24th of, of November, uh, we prayed for healing and deliverance. And she says, you know, my job, uh, she had to travel a lot. I'm just trying to summarize this. Uh, and, and she was always tired and exhausted. So her weekends were basically spent in eating and sleeping. But that Sunday after church, I went home. I felt energetic. My tiredness had gone. I didn't get to bed till late at night. And she says, nowadays, I see the difference. I'm energetic. I'm singing songs. Even though I have a lot of work to do, I'm able to relax. I'm able to concentrate. Uh, previously, I used to miss my prayer times. So thanks to God, I'm able to spend more time with God these days. 
God has healed me in such a way that I cannot explain. As promised, Almighty God has given me new grounds. Once again, thank you, Jesus Christ. Amen? Now, for that lady, is meant a lot. I mean, this may be a simple thing. Getting rid of this, whatever was the cause for her uh, uh, tiredness. But, but this was a, something that she wanted to testify about. Right? So, whatever your need of miracles. You know, I'm just reading the testimonies that came in. In the last few weeks, I remember another person came. He didn't write this to me, but he came and told me. Uh, he had injured his back, and, uh, and his back was giving him problems for many months, visiting many doctors. Simple prayer. He came back two weeks later and said, I'm completely healed. Amen? Whatever that injury was, whatever was wrong with the damage of the nerve, whatever, he was completely healed. Amen? So, that God is at work in our midst right here in this hour, and he works wonderful things. Lastly, God works unusual miracles. Meaning we can't put in a box and say God works only this way. You know, sometimes what we do, we see somebody spit on the ground, make clay and put clay on our eyes. So we start spit and clay ministry. <laughs> Everything has to be done with spit and clay. <laughs> we think God works only with spit and clay. No. That's just one of the ways he does it. Right? We, we don't lock God down to a particular method or a particular formula or a particular process that this is the only way God works miracles. No, God is God. He works unusual things. He brought water out of a rock. Uh, he dropped manna and quail from heaven. And sometimes when Dunzo wasn't working, he used the ravens to deliver food to Elijah. Morning and evening. <laughs> he did unusual miracles. Right? So he still does things today. Unusual things. There were times when Peter's shadow healed people. There were times when handkerchiefs and aprons were taken from Paul. And they were taken to people who were sick and diseased and tormented with evil spirits. And they were all healed and delivered. Unusual ways of God at work. So you don't put God in a box. Amen? God will do as He pleases. He is God. Nothing is impossible. And so this morning, as we, in a few moments, get to praying, I want to encourage you, uh, don't limit what God can do for you and in your life and in your situation. Maybe what you need is something you've never heard of before. It's never been done before. A, situa a, tur a turnaround of a certain situation, maybe like, man, this is impossible. I never heard about a, a situation like this being turned around. Don't limit God. He's still bigger than that situation. He has an answer to that situation. Maybe complex. Uh, maybe you can't figure out a way out of that situation. But just trust God. God, do this. Bring me out. Here's a simple testimony. It came in on by email on the 30th of November. A, a young lady, she came from a non-Christian family. She decided to follow Christ. Uh, then she got married to a believer. And because of that, you know, uh, relationships broke down the family, not in touch with her. So last Sunday, so this was the last Supernatural Sunday in November, she said, last Sunday when we prayed for healing, I kept praying for my parents' salvation and healing of our relationship, our relationships. On 27th November, 
I called my mother to wish her for her birthday and she spoke to me for 17 minutes after four years. Right? That was the miracle she needed. And God did it. She says he heals. Uh, Psalm 147.3 says he heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. Our God is truly a way maker and works in the hearts of people even when we don't see anything happening evidently around us. And she thanks God for what's happening. Amen? See, for her, that was a big thing. You may think, man, my mother doesn't stop talking. <laughs> but for her, 17 minutes after four years was something she knows God did for her life because she prayed. She asked God. So it may be something simple, but it's very big for that person. So I don't know what your need is here this morning. It could be a financial miracle, a workplace situation, a healing, a deliverance, or something unusual, something different in your circumstance, in your life. Our God is the miracle worker. And he hasn't stopped working miracles. He just invites us to come to him in faith. We must have faith in God and his words. These stories are to encourage us. But our faith is in God and his word. That's it. God, I believe. This is your word. This is your promise. This is what you said you will do for me. A thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand. But it will not come near me. Is that nice poetry or is that a promise? It's a promise. Right? Not just nice poetry we quote and make ourselves happy. No, it's a promise. God said that's what I'll do for you. Things may affect them and things may affect here, but you will stand. I'll make sure you stand. It will not come near you. God will intervene. God will work wonders and miracles in our lives this morning. And that's what we want to uh, pray. I want to make this statement. Don't let your faith put any limits on God. And God will not put any limits on your don't say, God can only do so much. Don't let your faith put any limits on God. And God's not going to put any limits on your faith. Stay aligned to his word, of course. Believe his word. Believe God. And ask him, invite him to turn things around. Amen. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the anointing that breaks every yoke. It's the anointing that turns our mourning into dancing. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit that brings beauty or ashes. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit that casts off this heaviness and gives us a garment of praise. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit that causes us to be trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit that comforts those who mourn who turns everything around for us. And I believe in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. He will do the work this morning.
Amen. So we're going to pray in a few minutes from now. And I want to encourage you to pray. Like all of these people shared their testimonies. They prayed. Of course, prayer was made. But they also prayed. And God heard their prayer. God answered their request. He met something very specific in their lives. And that's what we want to see God do. Amen? Are we ready? So let's stand up to our feet, please. Call our worship team up. Pray that miracles be released for you in your life situation. That whatever those things are that, that you find, like, Lord, these things are still pending in my life. I want to see miracles in, in, in these things. I need your intervention in these areas of my life. And it would be different for each of us. Some of us need healing. Some of us need deliverance. Some of us may, like, may need a financial miracle, a, situ- a workplace situation, a break a restoration of relationships, are different kinds of things. But it's between you and the Lord. We're going to pray from here. I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit will come upon your life. Touch your circumstances. Touch your situations. Touch your body, your mind. And God, by His Spirit, will do the work. What I want us to do is to have expectation. God, I believe you will do it. That's what God asks of us. I believe you will do it. That expectation must be in our hearts. Amen. Don't let doubt come in. Don't let those questions gain the upper hand. Just believe. I believe God will intervene in this matter. Whatever it is, God, I want you to intervene. So would you please right now take a moment to pray. Lift up that need to God or needs, whatever it is. Heavenly Father, we believe you're the God of miracles. We believe that you intervene in our circumstances, in our life situations. You care for us, God. You care about us. And Father, different ones of us have different needs, different situations that we are handling, facing, different challenges, different struggles. Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of your Holy Spirit, release your interventions. Release miracles in the lives of your people. What you've done in the Bible, what you've done for others, do it here, God, for those who are standing before you in need. In the name of Jesus, let every sickness, every disease, let every torment and oppression of the enemy be removed from people's bodies. And let the healing power of God come in, touching them, making them whole. And I declare in the name of Jesus that by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. Let healing come right now. 
to people's bodies. And Lord, whether there be bones that need to be healed, nerves that need to be healed, muscles, tendons, ligaments, let there be healing now. Things in the blood, chemical imbalances, just coming to normal supernaturally. Organs that are failing, restored supernaturally in the name of Jesus. Let strength come in where there is weakness. Let there be healing right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, for those who need interventions in other areas, God, whether it's in finances, whether it's in workplace situations that need to be turned around, whether the blessing of prosperity to come into their life situations, whether it's a turning around of relationships or God, the expelling of evil work, let it take place. Let every work of the enemy cease and be expelled. Let the power of the Holy Spirit invade your life situation. In the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We thank you, O oh God. Thank you. Only take a few moments. Just thank Him for it. Say, Lord, I, I believe it's done. That's what faith enables us to do. Faith is the substance of things we hope for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Faith recognizes as a real fact what is not revealed to the natural senses. So it's not about seeing and feeling. It's about believing. So it's a God, I believe it is done. I believe it. Thank Him for it out of faith thank you for it by faith just thank you for it God we thank you we bless you we honor you we thank you for it God we thank you and we are going to sing in a few minutes but while we are singing I want you to check your body because if you receive the healing right now then come forward and testify I know there are some things that have to be attended to by the doctors there are some things the doctor has to check up. You need to do a blood work. You need to scan. All of that. And that's perfectly fine. But if something has happened that's visible. That you can validate right now. A tumor disappeared. Maybe there was a scar on your hand. The scar disappeared. Maybe a, a pain uh, disappeared. Maybe what you, you're able to do what you couldn't do. So you can validate it. Then just come forward and testify to it. Tell others. This is what God has done. Alright. So we're going to sing and worship God for a few minutes. During that time, I want you to check your body. And if there's something you can validate, please have little courage. Come forward and testify to what God has done. We want to celebrate with you. Is that all right? Okay. So let's just worship God for a few minutes. If you receive the healing, we want to hear your testimony. If you need to go and get a medical checkup, that's perfectly fine. We believe that we need to honor God and do things right. So let's just worship God. You deserve the glory. We're going to worship Him for a few moments. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands and worship as we lift Your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. We lift our hands in worship as we 
Thank you for the answers to prayer. We thank you for the miracles that you have released into each of our lives. We give you thanks and we give you praise for the healings, the deliverances, for the turning around of situations and circumstances. We give you thanks, Lord. We will testify to your goodness. We will testify to your greatness. And we will give you all the praise. We thank you in Jesus' name. Everyone say, Amen. 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 One last time, anybody here, you want to share a word of testimony before we dismiss? Anybody here, you're most welcome to come up. I know it takes a little bit of courage to come up and share, but anybody wants to do that this morning? You receive the healing. God did something in your life. Okay. All right. Just to come on. All right. I've been having some pain in my right shoulder, in the front and back. When I came this morning, I had the pain. When I lifted up my hands, I was not able to, I lifted it up, but I felt the pain. But now as we lifted up the hands, I couldn't feel the pain. 
God has healed me. He is the right. God working here. And today he is in our midst. Amen. Our healing on the shoulder. Your which shoulder? Your right shoulder. Wonderful. God bless you. Right. Somebody online. All right. Here's uh, somebody from on, on, online. Healed from ankle pain and swelling while watching live stream. And prayed for by a fellow viewer. God bless you. Wonderful. 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 Amen. 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 Yes, sister. Go ahead. I had severe uh, pain in my left ankle. Last time when I came here, Pastor prayed specifically for uh, those who have ankle pain be healed. And uh, when I came here, I was wondering, um, because the whole week we had planned for a vacation, and God healed me completely. And this whole week I really enjoyed. I went to so many places, climbed so many stairs, climbed up and down. Nothing happened. God healed me. Wonderful. Your ankle was healed. God bless you. God bless you. And you enjoyed your vacation too. God bless you. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Anyone else? So that was on. Wonderful. Okay, you have the mic already. Okay. Uh, so I this happened last last. Uh, it wasn't Sunday. It was Christmas. Um, I didn't want to share because it because of the nature of this whole thing. But I had dealt with a lot of resentment and hurt and like a lot of pain that I carried around regarding my family and just life growing up and uh, when we were taking communion on Sunday not Sunday on Christmas Day Wednesday um, I just I told God that like hey I don't want to carry this around anymore I really I've had enough of it and I just knelt down and I took communion and I know it lifted and I I'm saying this because over the past few days like just from Wednesday to now I haven't felt that weight and I know that I'm not going to carry this into the new year, into new life, into everything else going forward. Amen. Amen. He heals the broken hearted. He does surgery too. Right? Amen. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? Wonderful testimonies. God, God is good. Amen. And uh, I know that in our lives, uh, we will see God work. And whenever you feel comfortable, share that testimony so that others can be encouraged. We're all journeying together. Amen. And we're all in this together. And as we hear of stories of what God is doing, it'll encourage our faith to believe that God will do things in our lives as well. Amen. All right. We're just going to close. We'll dismiss. And uh, uh, just another reminder. Uh, no New Year's Eve service. All right. So we're not having a uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, because in this area, police has restricted. They don't want uh, large gatherings in this area, close to the, the center of the city. Uh, but we will be meeting on New Year's Day at 10.30 at Good Shepherd Auditorium. So that's uh, New Year's Day service. Now, if you are really particular of a New Year's Eve service, you have to go somewhere, feel free to go any church, right? There's no restriction wherever. Um, a good church. Go to a good church. <laughs> go to, when I say any church, means go to a good church. <laughs> All right. Go to a good church, enjoy New Year's Eve if, if that you want to do it. There's no, no, no restrictions, but we will do the service on New Year's Day, 10.30 a.m. Let's close. Thank you. Father, we give you thanks for all of these wonderful testimonies and what you have done, Lord. Thank you for the testimonies we will hear in the weeks to come. And Lord, we thank you for your goodness to us. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ 
the love of God, our Heavenly Father, and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with each of us always. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We trust this message was a blessing to you. For more free resources, including sermons, sermon notes, TV programs, publications, please visit apcwo.org. For information on APC Bible College in Bangalore, please visit apcwo.org slash Bible College. Please remember to download the All People's Church Bangalore app from the app or Google Play stores.